Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I am your host, Tim Hayden, and I'm really blessed to have one of my really great friends, Riley Cummings, with yeah. us. Riley, welcome. You're, you're not a stranger to the I, podcast. You've been I'm here not, with before. I've been here. I've been in front of this microphone in this room. <laughs> We've done it. We've done it, man. That's great. And hey, and for our listeners, we are, we are live in person, and we're doing this in our conference room. So we're in studio, as we, we like We're to say. in studio, and we got a little distance between us. That's so exactly we're, we're right. Keeping we're, things yeah, in that's mind. That's exactly right. So, <laughs> so the season we're in, that's a good thing. Yep. Hey, Riley, tell our tell the listeners, our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, so Riley Cummins, I'm the, 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 what I do for work is I'm a pastor. Um, I'm over at New Spring Church at the Anderson campus. I lead the Anderson campus. Got a couple other campus pastors that I help lead. Uh, not from Anderson, but but live here now. Been here about 12 years and love it. Got wife, two little boys, full tilt all the time. I understand. <laughs> now that's good. Yeah. Well, again, man, we're glad we're glad you took some time to come hang out yeah. with us today. So hey, so our topic today is a community outreach. Yep. And I know that you know if you're a business leader, if you're a business owner, you know there's always things inside the community that people sure. need, that people are probably knocking on your door all the time. You know, hey, can you do this? Can Come you do be a that? part of this. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. You know, and, and I know for me, I I have a, I've learned this. I naturally want to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. But I say no to a lot of things that are good so I can say yes to some things that are great. That's right. And I think that and, and when it comes to community outreach, I think that we want to support good things, but we really, I really want us to support great things. Yeah. So I think that I look forward to this conversation today. Hey, hey, Riley, first question. Uh, what is community outreach? So let me, let me kind of set the lens a, a bit. The way that I look at this as a pastor and the way that a lot of small business leaders look at this, the end goal may be a bit different. Um, the motivation may be a bit different, uh, but the community benefiting is great no matter where you're starting from or, mm-hmm. or what your motivations are, what your end goal is. So uh, my perspective and some of the stuff that you and I have talked about before we got here, c- community outreach is you, uh, let me say it this way. A lot of organizations, churches, businesses, schools, whatever, they're so focused internally on how can I get better? How can we get better? How can I invest back in my business? How can I? And those are all great things, uh, but you can only build so much relationship within your business. And so for me, when I think about community outreach, it's how can I get, get outside of my day-to-day normal rhythms, normal bubble, and take things that I've learned, resources I have, relationships that I've got, and use those things to make the community that I'm in better. Mm. And so how can I reach out um, and, and take the things that God has blessed me with and bless other people, whether that's through education or resource or leadership gifting or whatever those things are, but I want to make the community that I'm planted in better. That's really And in good. my mind, that's what community outreach is. Yep, and I, I completely agree with that. I think that's really good. Hey, next question, Riley. Uh, describe various types of outreach and how it benefits both the community and small business. Yeah, so... Uh, I think outreach kind of, from my perspective, kind of breaks down into two things. And when people think about it, uh, they think about it this way. There's there's financial outreach. So we're going to cut a check to this organization or this nonprofit, or uh, maybe there's even another small business that you've be- become friends with and they're doing some capital. They're moving mm-hmm. forward. They're doing an expansion. And you're like, I believe in them. I want to give them $5,000 or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so there's financial outreach. And then there's relational outreach. And so you're going and doing volunteering, you're serving, you're sitting around a table and brainstorming. And a lot of times people feel like they have to pick one or the other. And really those two things aren't at war. You can do both. Mm. So you can be financial partners, you can be relational partners. You don't have to pick one. And so when I think about the various types of outreach, in my mind, it's those two categories. Uh, 
but I really think you should combine them and work together financially if you have the resources to. And then if you have the relational, the people, the human resource to provide, mm-hmm. I think that's the way to do it. So the second part of that, you know, how, how does it benefit the community and small business? Well, I think the benefits of the community are, are pretty obvious. You know, if you've got a nonprofit that you're writing a check to or that you're sending volunteers to or that you're sitting down and in your line of work, sitting down with a nonprofit and whiteboarding, how do we? How do you want to structure your mm-hmm. organization or how do you build your board or mm-hmm. how do you uh, develop a leadership team or what mm-hmm. is leadership and thinking through some of those things that sometimes nonprofits can struggle with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's one way that it benefits them and then obviously the financial side of things but on the flip side how does it benefit you as a small business owner how does it benefit small business owners in the community uh in, in my mind it's one big ecosystem that all works together mm-hmm. so all these things that the nonprofits are focused on whether it's uh big brother big big sister programs or whether it's feeding the homeless or whether it's helping with folks helping uh, adult education like whatever these things are single moms there's so many different things that a lot of communities do As the community improves, uh, more people are going to want to be a part of the community. As more people want to be a part of the community, they're going to spend more money in the community. Mm -hmm. And as they spend more money in the community, your business benefits from them spending money. And so I think that's the the practicality of small business benefiting from it. But in um, a, uh, I guess, more theoretical side of things, uh, small business culturally benefits from serving other people. I think people inside of your inside of Sergeant Metal, mm-hmm. uh, when they recognize that you as a leader value serving other people, that does something culturally internally that nothing else can do. Mm-hmm. So when you say, "Hey, we're going to take a day off and we're going to go to the Boys and Girls Club, or we're going to go to the Lot Project, or we're going to go to the Haven Arrest, mm-hmm. and we're going to figure out what we can do to serve them for a day," culturally that does something that nothing else can do for a business. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense? That does, and that's actually yeah, that's actually really good. Um, hey, Riley, next question. What is uh, community outreach based upon? Uh, so, again, I think there, there are two ways to look at this. What are the needs of the community? And so if, if you've got – if you don't have any homeless people, you don't need to go do homeless outreach. Yep. You know, yep. like, so what are the, what are the needs? Uh, and so I think that's an important thing. Where, where is your community located? What do they need? What are the – what are the current deficiencies in the community? So there's a place to kind of put resource, or, or whether that's financial or um, people. But I think internally it's it's based on what is your burden? Mm. So one of the things, there's a book that was written by a guy named Bill Hybels called Holy Discontent. I don't know if you, you ever heard of that. or I have not. I've heard of Bill okay. Hybels. Okay, so I, yeah. I'll... I'll Go, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good book. I can save you $10 in the Amazon shipping. Uh, the basic idea is that uh, everybody that has the Holy Spirit living inside of them, so who's a, who's a Christian, everybody who's a believer, um, uh, God burdens them with something that makes them discontent. It's a holy discontent. It's a, it's a kingdom um, burden that you've got. And so I think you look at these different organizations or look at different businesses who partner with different organizations. Like, why is Sergeant Metal partnered with the AIM, Anderson mm-hmm. Interfaith Ministries, and feeding people? And I'm making this up, yeah. obviously. Well, it's because Tim has a burden that he has from growing up in a specific way or having friends or whatever, and God developed this burden in him where he's got a personal uh, agenda to, to impact the community in this way. So because of that, Sergeant Metal partners with a food pantry. Mm-hmm. And so my opinion for small business owners Community outreach, if you just do it so that you can say you're doing community outreach, it is going to be a burden to you. You're mm-hmm. not going to like it. It's going to feel inconvenient. It's going to feel like you're wasting money or you're doing it for the write-off or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, 
But if you take time and sit down with people that you know and ask them, hey, in my life, what do you see that I'm discontent about? Like, what is a problem that I always bring up with single moms? You know, you're always bringing up this mom that's got these kids that you want to help. Uh, so talking to people that know you well can help you figure out what your holy discontent is. And then praying and asking God, like, hey, what do I have a passion for? What have you What have you put in my heart um, that I'm not okay with? Mm-hmm. And then taking action on that. So I think outreach is, is based on the needs of the community, but also the burden of the business owner or leadership team or whatever, and how do they want to move forward? Yeah, uh, Riley, if I, and to add something to that, I yeah. think that, uh, you know, you mentioned single moms. There may be a business owner or business leader that grew up with a single mom. Right. And they may have saw the struggle and the challenges. So deep inside their heart and soul, exactly. they've got a connection to that. Exactly. And I think that's what you're talking about. So I think, you know, for the... For our, for our listeners to lean in a little bit, you know, if you've got a passion for something because of your history, yep. you know, go connect. You know, something that's important for, for what we do at Sergeant Mel uh, is uh, faith-based nonprofits are important to us. Yeah. And, you know, and, hey, AIM is one of the ministries that we support right. because we think that, you know, they're making a difference in our community, that's a right. huge difference. And our thing is that we want to help people can't help themselves. That's right. In a lot of cases, there's little kids that – don't have food yeah. that need that need that food pantry, That's you know, right. and and I think that to me, but it's great that for our, for us to have the faith based component is important to where you know what people may be where they are today, but that's not where they have to be in the future. That's right, you know. So, yep. And a, a practical tool that I would just give any small business owner or, or anybody listening, really, if you're trying to figure out what um, what bothers you, uh, one, talk to people that you know and mm-hmm. ask them, hey, what do you see that I'm consistently focused on? Mm. Talk to God, but set aside some time to just sit down and think about where you, if you've got free time, where do you spend it? What do you do? Uh, where does your money go? And write some of that stuff down, and that can potentially inform what kind of nonprofit or what kind of community outreach you would want to participate in. Mm. And then look up, look, get, get involved in your community and ask around what organizations are doing this. I think sometimes one of the hindrances or one of the things that hurts nonprofits <clears throat> is. There, there'll be five or six different folks trying to do the same thing, so they try to reinvent the wheel. Mm. And so as a business, you don't need to reinvent the wheel when it comes to community outreach. You need to find who's doing it well and ask them what they need. Don't just assume that you know what they need. Ask them what they need and see if there's a way you can partner with that. Yeah. No, that's great. and That's, that's really good. Hey, uh, I want to you know, I, I want to add this while we're talking. Yeah. Is that Another one of the faith-based nonprofits that we that we support is Haven Arrest. Yeah, and it's a men men and women. Many they caps, just great they, guys. Yeah. They, they do a fantastic job, and you know there are people. A lot of times, people that go into the ministry that that's their last straw. They're mm-hmm. going they're either going to jail or they're going to rebuild their life. Right. And the Lord comes in and people get changed. We have a lot of our a fair amount of our team today, Riley. That. They need second chances. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're all about second awesome, chances man. because I know that the Lord is about second chances. And you know what? Uh, for them to come and to rebuild their life, for, for Sergeant Metal to be a little piece of that, to help to, you know what, put some put some income in their in their bank account yep. where they can start learning to support themselves again, that's great. You know, so to me, we've got a real, I've got a real heart for that because I'm, you know what, the Lord gives all of us second chances. That's right. And I think to give people, a lot of businesses won't do that. Right. And I think that it's important. You know, some people have got some really, 
You know, if you look at their rap sheet, it may not be <laughs> the most ideal right, player. Right. But we've got people. We got we got some of our best members of our, of our team. If you look at their rap sheet, a lot of people wouldn't hire them. They've been here 15 years, wow, man. That's awesome. So, and I think, but and I'm not saying that uh, being. No, no, I hope no. that's not private. I'm no, just no, using no. that as an example right. for our listeners that are leaning in. Because here's the thing: we got a passion for that. Right. You know, and and what is your passion? What's your burden? That's as right. you said, and then what can you do to connect that? And I love the idea that you said about. People that are around you that are seeing what you're doing. That's right. You know, because here's the thing: if you're in a business and you're leading, people are watching your every move. That's right. You know, I know people watch my every move. That's I'm right. blessed. I get to be the senior leader here. So, uh, and I try. You know what? And I try to uh, just live by example. Yeah. You and know? I want to. I want to one commend uh, the idea of of giving people an opportunity because mm. uh, people change, right? Mm-hmm. And, and things change and circumstances change and, and where people are and their maturity levels and their walk with the Lord and uh, what, what they're focused on, all those things change. And I think a lot of business owners, one of the ways they could do, you know, I'm, putting, I'm doing air quotes right now, yeah. community outreach, yeah. because it doesn't seem like traditional community outreach, but you partner with some organizations, a recovery center in your community or um, you know, a shelter or whatever, and you, you start, providing job opportunity for some of these folks that maybe they made terrible decisions Mm -hmm. or maybe they just had some bad luck. Um, But I think business owners have the opportunity to help add to the ecosystem by providing opportunity. And so if you're like, man, I just don't know about where to start with community outreach, reach out to a couple places in your community that you know are consistently taking people in and then trying to reintegrate them into society um, and ask if they're, hey, I'm, I'm looking for three folks a guy that does a great job of this. There's an awesome painting pressure washing company uh, here in the kind of in Clemson, Anderson, Greenville area called Matkins Painting. Philip mm-hmm. Matkins, he's a great guy. If you need your house painted, he's done a couple of mine for me. He's awesome. <laughs> so he did, he's giving me no money to say that. Yeah, it's a shameless yeah. plug. But I know that he's very intentional about who he hires because of his story. Mm. And, and kind of what God's brought him through. So same thing Same thing that you're saying. There are multiple businesses in our community that are willing to give people a chance because they see that as an opportunity to add and advance the kingdom here. So yeah. it's, it's a big deal. No, that's great. That, that's really good. Hey, um, next question. Uh, describe the impact this type of outreach has had on your life. Um, man, I, w- I would say uh, there's a level of so personal. I'll talk about personal like in my heart first. Anytime that you have to that you put yourself in a position or or set aside amount of time, an amount of time where you know that your individual desires don't matter at all, so you're serving somebody else and what you want matters none. Mm-hmm. That does something to um, men and women, to to leaders specifically, specifically people who like you are at the top level of an organization, and so you know. I don't think you take advantage of this, but you know you're in a situation where people do what you say, and you again you don't abuse that. Yeah. But being the senior leader, like most of the time, your schedule's set up by you, and you dictate a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So to put yourself in a position on a regular, somewhat regular basis, a few times a year, once a month, whatever, where you're showing up and you're going, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And doing that for a couple of hours, it it reminds us that man, we are all servants in the kingdom of God, yeah. and so. For me personally, that's been something that's just awesome mm. internally, and yeah. what, what it's done to mature me. Um, I think you know exterior benefits to um, to to community outreach and how's it impacted uh, me and how have I personally benefited from this. 
um, the relationships that I've got, man, some some guys that I know and really great friends, guys like Bradley Saxon over at the Bridge Center that mm-hmm. I play softball with on the weekends, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. Um, I, I've met through stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And so the personal uh, addition to my life through relationship, through understanding other people's story and problems, um, the Lord used all of that for a lot of personal growth. So it's been, um, it's been cool. I, I've learned a ton from just trying to get outside of my little bubble and see what I can offer or how I can serve people around me in the community around me. Yeah, man, that's that's really good. And I'll just I'll echo what you what you just said. I think the the relationships that I have created mm-hmm. and some of those I had personal relationships with people. The Haven Red, Sid Stewart was the oh Sid's uh, awesome. Uh, he is fantastic, <laughs> a saint. <laughs> and uh, and hey, he is a great. He's a, he's a spiritual brother yeah. in Christ to me, yep. and uh, it's been great to walk beside him. And he he's one of my mentors in my yeah. life. And through our relationship, we actually ended up partnering with those folks. Wow. But but it took that personal relationship for us to find out what it's all about. And I joke with if and I have no idea if Sid even listens, but. Uh, I joke around because you know for for many years the Haven was the best kept secret in Anderson. Not yeah. a lot of people knew about it. I right. said, "See, you gotta get Jack out of the box, you know, Jack <laughs> in the box." And and we we joke even to this day about that. But that's somebody I try to go lunch with about once a month and just to just to stay connected to. But yep. you know, it's all about the relationships. You know? right. So I think that's really good. Hey, uh, Rod. Next question: How has this type of outreach impacted? Um, your business or, or ha- impacted businesses. Yeah. And so in, in the conversations I've had with different folks, again, my business is church. Mm-hmm. So this literally is my business, right. like outreach and focusing on helping make communities better. Um, is something I just have a, a huge burden for. And it's something that the Lord stirred up in me specifically over the past few years. And you know that because of conversations we've had outside That's right. of here, but That's right. um, again, I think the cultural impact that, that community outreach can have on the culture of a business, whether that business is two people or whether it's 180 people. Mm-hmm. The, the idea that you're teaching people something that we value as an organization is serving other people. Mm-hmm. Think about like, uh, so for if you're not from around here, Clemson University's 20 minutes up the road. Uh, Coach Sweeney, I've known him for a long time, and, and what he values is, is very public. Like I, You don't mm-hmm. have to wonder what kind of guy Coach Sweeney is. But one of the things I remember uh, from working with the football team when I was at Clemson is when he instituted, hey, we're going to have we're going to have a serve day and we're going to take a day off from football practice and we're going to go Habitat Humanity. We're going to go to United Way. We're going to go somewhere. We're going to pack bags for kids so they can have snacks in the afternoon. or We're going to help build a house. You know, some of these things. Um, And if you're looking from just a football perspective, you don't want to lose a day of practice. But if you're looking from a culture perspective, uh, man, that is invaluable. It, what that does, getting a group of people together to move towards a common goal that's for somebody else that you literally benefit from none, mm-hmm. that just does something that other things can't do. And so um, I just think it's a, 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 a huge deal uh, for, for organizations to create a culture that's about, that's about other people. Because you're, if you're about other people outside of, outside of your business, you can be about other people inside of mm, your business. That's good. And so team members recognize that, like, I need to look for other opportunities to serve my teammates because we, we have a serving culture. And mm-hmm. so I, that's my opinion now. You may have something totally different to add or something because no, I'm not a business leader. Yeah, but. No, but, but I, I say I agree. And, you know, and for um, for me, it has it's been I have created great relationships and even great friendships through the connections we've made 
by doing community outreach. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, you know, in a couple of examples, and again, I hope that I'm not saying this in a prideful way, but I hope I'm saying it as far as the connections. You know, our team, and, and again, this has been the year of COVID. It's been real crazy. Right, very different. But our, uh, you know, but you know what? Our team has been involved in, in building some Habitat for Humanity homes. Mm-hmm. And that's something that typically happens on a Saturday. Right. So we got people to go over. The connection is great. And to your point, we're serving someone. Number one, we don't know. And number two, there's nothing attached to it. You know, right. the best kind of gifts that to me that you can give are ones that there's nothing attached That's to. That's right. You know, and I think that just, you know, we've we've been partnering with AIM. Uh, you know, we've built a deck. We built a deck for AIM. We we used to be the handrail people for AIM, that we would go put handrails yep. up for people that got to get into showers. Man, you go walk, man, you go into somebody's home and you put a handrail. And I've done this some before, is that, man, you, you look... Uh, when you look at where some people are living and how and and, and yeah. the, the life, it's very different than what you and I live. Yeah, you know, and just and, and I think that we we think I, personally, I thank the Lord because uh, He blesses us far more than we ever deserve, and I think we got to give back. I right. think that it's just if you're successful, you know, if your business is thriving, that what we got to do is, is take the time to give back what He has blessed us with. So I think it's important. Let me let me ask you this: yeah. so, as a business owner, um, when you some of your your team members go and work on this habitat house on a Saturday or, or go serve on a Saturday or whatever. Um, does that add to your financial bottom line at all? No, it may actually even take away from it, it if, yeah. right? So yeah. it cost you something financially. But have you seen it do things inside of your culture that you couldn't pay money to create? Absolutely. And so I think for for business owners, for small business leaders to recognize that while there may be there there probably will be if you're doing it right, there will be some sort of financial cost. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if there's not a financial cost, you're probably not really doing a whole lot, yeah. you know. Yeah. But if there's some sort of financial cost to you, what that will gain you long term over six months, eight months, two years, four years, fifteen years as the longevity of, of you know, tenure increases for people and they've been around, they've watched you serve and they, you develop a culture that people want to be a part of, mm-hmm. man, that, that cost 15 years ago to help build a habitat house or to do a food drive or whatever is minimal in, what, in, in comparison to the return you get mm. building team. Yeah. Um, so I, that's, I would just encourage folks to, to step I, into that. I, I agree. I agree. Hey, um, Riley, as we um, as we start to close, um, yeah, what's one piece of advice that you would give our listeners today? Uh, I, I would say this, man. Uh, ultimately, the reason everybody's in business is you can say all these super kind things and have a, a but if you ain't making money, you're not going to be in business. Mm-hmm. And so, ultimately, the bottom line is I need to make more money. Than what I spend, I got, mm-hmm. I got, a, I got a cash flow in order to keep rolling, right? Yeah. Would you yep, agree absolutely. with that? Okay. Yep. And now, um, in in, I understand that that is the, that that's the main goal. Um, I would encourage folks that while that is important, if you don't do other things around that, um, you're going to limit your ability to grow, and so a community outreach and the benefit that it can have on your community is an investment into your business because as your community gets better your business will get better mm-hmm. it, it's imp- it will be impossible for it to not to for it not to unless your business is bad like yeah. unless you're just a bad leader and then yeah. in which case you got other things you need to deal with right yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you're a good leader you got good culture and you're investing into your community that is an investment into your business because the community supports your business yeah the people that you employ come from your community yeah. the people that buy whatever your product or service is come from your community yeah. and so an investment into your community is an investment 
investment into your business and into your culture. And so if you're not currently doing that, I would tell you, man, 2021's coming up. I know 2020's been different. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully 2021 becomes a little bit more uh, normal or what we're used to maybe would be a yeah. better way to say it. But I would just, man, challenge you. Make it a goal of 2021 to figure out a day or two or once a month or whatever. How can you invest in the community that you're in? Yeah, that's great. Whatever that looks like. Um, and that would be my advice because as your community gets better, your business is going to get better. Yeah, I think, and, and let me say, you're encouraging me to do that. Mm. Even and, and Come on. 2020 come on, has been a, that's right. Yeah, come on, Anderson. <laughs> that's right. But 2020 has been a very different year. And some of the things we typically do, we haven't done. Yep. So I think that, you know what, let's get let's get a plan together. And I, and I think what you said was so, was awesome. And I, and I would, I would sum it up like this. If you don't connect, if you don't have a, out, a community outreach, you know, you, the, the level of your ceiling is much lower. That's your right. ceiling is going to rise That's right. if you're being able to connect with folks on the outside. And to me, I think it's good. And hey, if you're if you if you're a listener and you're you know what you're drinking a Kool Aid, you think it's great. Go back to what it, what do you have a passion for? That's right. And you know what you know what's that burden that you've got going on to where you know what go connect if you were sing, if you if you grew up in a single mom you know, right. you know one parent home is that you know what go connect with someone that 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 serves that That's community right. you know what go serve there first to start with That's and then right. and then you know what and then I, I like the part financially if you know we have to win in business. That's right. We have to win. And we win by, you know, you know what, we, we've got to have, we got to make profit at the end of the month and the end of the year. That's right. And you do that, and then you know what, then you can share and give back. You can give back to your community. That's you can right. give back to your team members. You know, you can get raises and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. I mean, again, it's a big cyclical system that, but you know what, you got to, you got to take those, you got to have those stopping points throughout throughout that in order to move that ceiling up. So. Yeah, I totally agree, man. That's great. Community gets better, business gets better. Absolutely. You know, so Riley, man, thank you for being with us today. Of course, this was awesome. Yeah, you know, a lot so, of fun for me. Yep. All right, listeners. Hey, thanks for being with us. Take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them, and we'll be seeing you guys next month.